for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. Amen. And I began to talk about God and his word is one. And the Bible said in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, it said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll give you direction for life. Amen. Amen. And I said, what has been happening in 2020, the believer has lost their focus on God. They have started to focus in on the world system. And, you know, it's an uproar about who the president is, who, you know, all that going on. Don't get caught up in this. All it is of a smoke screen is a distraction for the enemy to get you off of the word of God. Are you listening to me? And on to the world. See, the world system operates different from the kingdom. And if we're not careful, we would tie right into the world system and we'll forget about working kingdom principles, forget about trusting God. Come on now. I want you to listen to me today because this is how you maintain peace in the midst of a crisis. It is how you maintain peace in the midst of the pandemic. Even in the midst of the pandemic, this is how you prosper. Are you listening to me? This is how you believe God for protection. It all stemmed upon the word of God. Are you listening to me? Then John 1 and 1, it said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So we understand God and his word are one. If you're not trusting the word, you're not trusting God. So you got people say, trust God, but how do I trust a God I can't see? Come on, I've been taught all my life, only believe what I see. I can only trust you as far as I see you. Come on, y'all done heard that before. Oh, I can trust you as far as I can throw you. You know how people say. Are you listening to me? So now, when the crisis come, everybody change really what they believe. They start talking like the world. Come on. Start acting like the world system. The church is more afraid than the world. Because what we did, we allowed the media to feed us fear. Amen. Focus on God's word. I must focus on his promises and not on the problems. Or not on the pandemic. I do not deny the problem. I do not deny there's a pandemic. I do not deny there's a crisis. I just don't focus my attention on it. I said it again. I focus my attention on the word of God. That's why pressure moments don't change me. Because of my focus. Are you listening to me? That's why I was talking about forgiveness. I was teaching Wednesday. I was talking about uh, forgiveness. Uh, when our family series, we're going to be talking about forgiveness and unforgiveness. And I said this, when things happened in my life in 2018 and my granddaughter my was attacked, I said, what happened? I had to forgive. I said, but because of the way I think, I work when I'm wounded, see? So I help people when I'm hurting. 
I always turn attention off of me to help somebody else. That's what Jesus did. That's the ministry of Jesus. That's the life of Jesus. Are you listening to me? I won't trust in my own ability. Are you listening to me? I will trust in the word of God. Your focus makes the difference. What you focus on is going to become the more real to you. It's going to become the biggest thing in your life. So I focus not on the pandemic. I focus on God's promises. God has not lost his power. Amen. What he's promised you, he still means what he told you before the pandemic. He has not changed. Are you listening to me? I don't deny. I just don't focus on it. Because what I focus on becomes the more real to me. In order for me to trust God fully, you and I must control our focus. You and I must control how we think, our focus. What do you set your mind on the Bible talking about? The Bible talks about, I think in Colossians chapter 3, we set our minds on things above, not things on the earth. So wherever you set your mind is your focus. I said it again. Wherever you set your mind is your focus. So what have you set your mind on? Woo. Number one, I focus on, watch this, what I see. That's how people get out of track. They focus on what they see. And what you see is not lined up with the word of God. And what you see is temporal. It's subject to change. So my focus can never be on, watch this now, my complete focus can never be on natural things because they'll change on you today. So my complete focus must be on spiritual things, things that don't change. Are you listening to me? And the word of God do not what? Change. So I got to maintain my focus on the word of God. I focus, watch this, I can't focus on what I see. Then watch this, what I say, watch this, must match up with what God's words say. We must line up together. I can't say what the word says, what the world say. I had to, I had to really stay with and around a lot of people during 2020. No, because they see, because you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like to tolerate unbelief and doubt and negative talking, and I can't, I can't function like that. Especially when you, I'm in your environment. You got me? So I got to limit myself to that because what will happen, you'll tie in with it. Amen. You remember in the gas prices was high. It was high. I think it was like in maybe 2008, 9, when the, uh, the mortgage crisis came. One, 2008, 9, in the era 10. And gas prices was high. And I never forget, you know, you know, people trust God, trust God, trust God, you know. So I never forget, uh, I pulled to the gas pump, driving the SUV. And uh, the gas, it takes like, uh, probably about like $100 to fill it up. <laughs> Come on. Really, if you, ain't, if, you, if you ain't got the money, you don't need to be driving one. Well, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm going to be honest with you. All these guys talking about an airplane, they might as well be quiet. They can't afford the airplane. They can't afford the fuel. Can't afford the pilot. So just stop, you know. Unless you can afford it. You know what I'm saying? 
Now watch this now. I call it very expensive. Maintenance high. So I pull up. I look. I said, man. So one guy at the pump said, he was pull up SUV. He said, I'm going to show sell this SUV. I'm getting ready to sell it. I got to get me something to, to save on gas. So I tie right in with him. Man, I think I'm going to sell mine too, man. And the Holy Ghost quickened me. Did I, did I take care of you before this happened? Y'all, you're not listening to me now. Am I the same? Did I change because of the crisis? No, I'm still the same. If you trust me for it then, you trust me for it now, what I promised you then came to pass, and what I promised you now going to come to pass. And I said, I ain't selling my SUV. Give me $2 worth. I didn't joke. <laughs> I didn't mess with y'all. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mess. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get me back home. Go come, come on now. I said that I was just playing with you. <laughs> but but it, it was that situation. So I'm trying to tell you now. It's like that now with people now. They have lost all hope. The church. The ecclesia, the called out ones. I'm not talking about the word. You got to be careful. Your focus must be on the promise and not the problem. Are you listening to me now? You know, uh, in, in Genesis chapter 15, uh, you know, God first told Abraham they're going to have a son. Abraham, how could this be? So far, so on, you know, went on paraphrase. Then he took Abraham out and said, look at the star. He had to get Abraham another focus. See, don't look at what you don't have. Oh, my Jesus. Look at what I promise you. Don't look at how difficult things is. Look at what I promise you. And the Bible said he became fully persuaded what God had promised he was faithful to bring it to pass. Amen, somebody. And you and I have to be fully persuaded. Now, I trust God according to his word. Somebody say, I trust God according to his word. Say it again. I trust God according to his word. If you don't trust his word, you don't trust God. You love God, you got to love the word. I said, if you love God, you have to love the word. Are you hearing me? You can't love God and not love the word. I said it again. Call the two go hand in hand. They are one. Are you listening to me? Now, Go with your Bibles over to the book of, uh, I'll quote a couple of scriptures. Well, go with your Bible over to the book of uh, Matthew chapter 8. Go to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. Now, now this is what I want to tell you. You make note of this. Now, our foundation of the text was in uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, and also uh, Psalm 37. We talked about that. Go to um, Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. I want you to look at this for a moment, and we're going to look at verse 5. Now, make a note of this, and listen to me very carefully right now. God, put it like this, I can only trust God to the degree that I trust his word. 
See, this is the thing. Like God and his word is one, you and your word are one. If I can't trust your word, I can't trust you. So that's why you have to be careful when you give people your word. You got to be careful. When, see, that's, that's, the thing, that's the thing that I learned and I'm learning. Uh, I, I was talking to somebody. I forget who I was talking to. I forgot who I was talking to now. And, and uh, the people had did some work on some real estate stuff that I, I, I deal with. And, uh, and I told the person I was going to do X, Y, Z before actually I seen the work. You understand what I'm saying? I had every legal right to not to pay them. But because I gave my word. See, bad news travel a lot faster than good news. See, you never, in 20 years I've been, you ain't no scandal, pastor stealing, pastor got women, pastor running around, pastor drinking, pastor, no, 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 why? Because I always believe my word and I are one. My lifestyle, and, and we won. Not that I'm better, I just chose to stand on my word. Because I found out if your word is no good, you are no good. If I can't trust your word, I can't trust you. So now I can trust God because I can trust his word. Because God and his word is one. I want you to understand how important your word is. Your words. Are you listening to me? If you give somebody your word, then you got to stand up. Now I know sometimes, you know, we're not God. So something, problems come up, situation come up, and things change. Right? But I notify and say, okay. Thing chain, I won't be able to keep my word. I apologize. But how many of you know God is not like man? God will never fall short. You ain't listening to me right now. God always keep your word. Come on. Amen. So God is the word of one. You are one with your word. So always uh, remember that if I say something, uh, that's me. I'm speaking. Are you, are you hearing me? So be careful what you say because that's you. Your word and you will one, are one. Are you listening to me? Now watch this now. Look at this. Matthew chapter 8. Let's look at verse number 5 for time's sake. Now when Jesus had entered Compunium, a certain a centurion came to him, pleaded with him, saying, Watch this, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. So we know it's the will of God to heal. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word. And my servant will be healed. Watch this now. For also I am a man under authority, having soldier under me. Now say to this one, go. Go, and he goes. And to another, come, he comes. And to the servant, do that, he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who follow him, catch this now. Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith. Great faith, great faith, great faith when you say what you say and keep your word. 
Great faith. Watch this now. The centurion said, I trust you, Jesus, because you are a healer. But your word and you are one. So if you say it, it's just like you there doing it. Woo, hallelujah. I want to shout on that right now. So in other words, see, when I trust God's word, I don't have to see God. God is spirit. Come on. Actually, when I trust him, I don't have to see the results. When I trust him. Because God and his word are one. Jesus did not have to show up physically to touch or lay hands on this centurion servant. He just spoke the word because Jesus and his word are one. Now, how much are you trusting God? I'm I'm seeing this so clear now that I I thought the folk that I thought loved God, I found out they didn't. Because everything they talk about is never the word. (sighs) Come on now. They got a form of godliness. You love God, but you can't love your neighbor. I can't understand that. That, 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 that. I can't. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're kind in church, but you mean when you get home. See, that, that, that's your word. Ain't, see, you say you trust God. You love God. How, how can you do that? I hate your brother who you see every day. Oh, okay. 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 See, we don't really love him because we don't love the word. We don't trust him because we don't really trust the word. Now, it sounds good to your psyche. It sounds good to the, to the mind. It's, it, it'll appease into our minds that, you know, we hear hype up that, you know, I love God, love God. So it become a cliche that I love God, but you don't never love the word, though. How can that be? Uh, if you're going to trust God, you got to trust this word. Are you listening to me? Jesus said, I have not found such great faith, not all in Israel, that you believe that my word is the same as I am, that my word and myself are one. Are you listening to me? When you believe that, that's great faith. Oh, my God in heaven. Amen, somebody. Woo. Now, 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 if we're going to trust his word, this is how you take the limits off of God. You trust his word. You limit God, watch this, working in your life when you say, I trust them, but you don't trust the word. You place limitations on what God is able to do in our lives. Amen. You say you love prayer, but you don't know the word. What are you praying? Back in the, well, I ain't, I ain't that old, but I, just, <laughs> I got a little age of them. 
back 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 in the in the older days, I heard that you know the mothers in the church when you 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 down praying, they said they used to walk around and he listen to you. See, you said Mama Jumbo, you praying the word. See, now, now it's no challenge to the believer to know the word. Because they think you can say anything, God go to work for them, see. Because the hype, see. Amen. Yeah, God understands. Yeah, but he still, why he leave his word? Listen, if he just understood, then why do we have the Bible? Why did he tell us to study? Why did he tell us to meditate on the word of God day and night? Come on now. If we didn't need the word, if I could just meditate, sit down, mm, come on now. Why did he tell Joshua, this book of law should not depart from your mouth, but you should meditate on it day and night? Because the word going to produce what we need. Listen, people, this is the first thing we got to get uh, squared away in our mind. You're not in the world system. You're in the kingdom. It's different principles. Come on, somebody. It's different things. It's a principle that we use in the kingdom that the world don't use. The character. The world don't, the world don't care about character. The world don't care about character and integrity. Only thing they care about is performance. But in the kingdom, it's not about performance only. It's about character and integrity plus performance. I got to trust his word. Come on, somebody. We got to take the limits off. Take the limits off God. Even during this time, we don't limit God. Come on, because you don't believe. Most people don't believe that God can do the same thing in the pandemic that he did before the pandemic. His word ain't changed. So why would he change? So if you're not careful, you'll pull back on your giving. You'll pull back on your attendance. You'll pull back on ministry. You'll pull back everything because your focus now has shifted from what he promised to the problem. See? To the problem. To the situation. To the crisis. So now you're more focused on the crisis than you are the word. Then we are the word. So we'll pull back. Now, I understand being safe and, and all of this, but I want to ask you, can God heal COVID? That's the only thing I'm asking. No, 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 y'all, y'all. I know you don't like that part, see, because that, 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 that's a little bit too heavy for you. I'm going to be careful. But see, you don't understand. I don't wear my mask because I'm afraid of COVID. No, no, that ain't why I wear it. I work to protect me and you. Because, see, if I love my neighbor as I love myself, then I'm not going to try to, come on now. Amen, come on now. Not that I'm afraid. But even, see, believe when you hear the name, you tremble. You're afraid of the word. It's like people hear cancer, they go all to pieces. What God can't, what, what God don't start healing cancer? God now he can't heal cancer? 
But because we focus on what this? We focus so much on death and not life. Look how we talk. Jesus said, I came to bring you life and life more abundantly. Are you listening to me? Now, now, now let, let, let me get back over here. Now, we take the limits off. You got to take the limits off. You limit God when you say, I trust God, and you don't trust the word. That's, you limit God. So we're going to take the limits off today. Are you hearing me? God can do the same. He's not changing. What he did before, he's going to do it now. But can you trust him in that? Do you have confidence in it? And then when you got the confidence in God, do you have the courage to step out in faith? So a lot of people got confidence in the word, but they don't have the courage to move. Okay. Praise God. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let, 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 let's take some limits off. Turn to uh, Psalm 7, 8. Let's take these limits off, God. We're going to trust him. Amen. I told you how to trust him. You got to trust his word. Gotta, you just got to believe. Believe is always a matter of one's will. Believing is not hard. It's a choice. Let me say that again. Believing is not hard. It's a choice. It's a matter of your will. You can choose to believe or choose not to believe. It's up to you. It's a matter of one's will. Uh, Psalm 78, get there. Hurry, 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 get there. We got to get back to it. The Lord said, we got to get back to this. Our focus been broken. You know, our focus been broken. You know, we allow things to come in and break our focus. I said, Psalm what, 78? Now, watch this now. We must start to expect the super to get on our natural, causing things to happen. Watch this now. Look at me. Causing things to happen that the natural mind cannot comprehend. One simple thing that the mind cannot comprehend, it cannot comprehend a born again experience. You can't comprehend that. You don't know how that happened. Come on. But we trust what? We trust the word. Amen. Now, now, now what's Psalm 78? What's verse 40? Now, we got to take the limits off because we have limited God during this time. We have failed really to be fully persuaded that God is able to do exceedingly abundant above all that we ask to think according to the power that works in us the Bible said Ephesians 3 and 20 I think watch this now how often verse 40 they provoke him talking about God in the wilderness talking about children of Israel and grieve him in the desert yes again and again they tempted God they tempted who God and limit the Holy One of Israel talking about God and did what what they do they limit it, limit it. Somebody said limit it. They limit the Holy One of Israel. How? They did not remember his power. See, that's why now we're not experiencing certain things that we believe in God for. Why? Because we didn't remember what he did for. Come on, somebody. 
what he did for us before. Come on now. We limit his power from working our lives. Have anybody here ever been healed of anything by God? Come on, anything, right? Come on. Have anybody in here or watching me by Facebook live has, has been healed of anything by God? Yes, you have. So now why do you think God can't heal you now? So you limit his power by not remembering what he did for you before. In other words, sometimes we're just ungrateful. <laughs> we, they limit God. You can limit God from working in your life. Amen. Turn your Bible right over to the book of uh, Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Let me show you. Take the limits off. Trust his word. Believe his word. Act on his word. Mark chapter, what did I say, 6? So you can't, it's no need to pull back. You press in. I said you press in. Somebody said we press in. Press in. We press in. We don't we, l- listen at me. We're not gonna back up. We're gonna use wisdom. Come on. But we're gonna continue reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. Come on, that's what we're gonna do. And we're gonna do it how? Through embracing the love of Jesus. Come on. Showing the love of Jesus and sharing the love of Jesus. We're not going to change the vision just because of the pandemic. We're just going to use a different method. But we got to get back focused. If we trust God before the pandemic, why we can't trust God in the pandemic and after? Okay. Praise God. Look at uh, Luke. Mark chapter 6. Now we're going to take the limits off God, right? Then he went out from there, talking about Jesus, and came to his own country, and disciples followed him. Verse 2, and when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue or the church or the temple. And many hearing him was astonished, saying, where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him? that such mighty works are performed by his hand. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother James, the Josiah, and Judas, and Simeon? And what's this? Simon. And are not his sisters here with us? So they was offended at him. Not offended at the word, but offended at him. But if you're offended at him, you're offended at the word, right? They were offended about what he was doing, what he said. Watch this. But Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, in his own house or his own houses. Now let me, can I just say a little bit on that for a minute? I want to take a side journey. I like to do that every now and then, but I'm coming back. Don't, don't, now folk use this for excuse. 
because they, they're not an influence in their own town. I'm influenced wherever I go. I'm influencing my own city. Yeah, I'm influencing my city. I got plenty of partners, Facebook partners and people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from where I'm from, Tarpa. Yeah, my sister's brother. I mean, I got, see, it's, it's not, this right here is an excuse. People follow you not because of so much as you talented. People follow you because of influence. Are you listening to me? And influence come in different ways. Are, are you listening to me? So, so don't don't let folk you this. I just thought about it then because somebody said that one time to me. I said, no, you just don't both be doing what you're doing. That's all. I mean, y'all don't, I mean, you might as well be straight on with people. That's the problem. We ain't honored with people these days. No, no, you're supposed to be doing that. That's why it ain't, you know. Find out what you're supposed to be doing and do that. You understand. If I'm supposed to be selling shoes, I'm going to go be the best shoe seller. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go sell some bad shoes too now. You better believe it. I ain't going to sell nothing but women's shoes. I ain't selling no men's shoes. I know who's going to do the most buying. No, no, uh, y'all don't believe that. <laughs> I, I just took a little detour. I'll come back right now. Amen. Watch this now. We trust in God. Verse number five. Now, don't limit God because not remembering what he did for you. Not remember his power. You can limit God. You don't, you, you don't, you don't know that? You can limit God from what he really want to do. Amen. Watch this. Now, he could not, he could not, or uh, he could know, this is something. Now, he could do no mighty works there. Why not? Except he laid his hand on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their what? Unbelief. Unbelief. They ain't trusting. Unbelief, look at me. Restrict the flow of God's power. See, when I don't believe he'll take care of me today, like he did yesterday, I just limit his power from working in my life. See, you restrict the flow of God's power when you don't trust his word. He said, I don't change. I'm the same yesterday, today, how? Forever, right? Doesn't matter of the condition that I find myself in, he doesn't change. God do not change. Because when I start thinking that way, I'm telling you now, if you start thinking that God is not as powerful as he was before this, you restrict the flow of his power in your life. Amen, somebody. Somebody said, I trust God at all times. In every situation, I trust God. I believe that his power is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Come on, give it up for Jesus. I'm out of time. Come on. Amen. Praise God. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved? In the kingdom of God. Then he told him you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe it in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. 
Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried and you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus name. Amen. Ma'am or sir. If you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life, please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.